Do you want to say something? <laughs> I was waiting for you to like give a cue that we're being recorded. You're like looking at me like. It's yeah, so but like yeah, I know there's right the there, music Dave. that's playing. I'm not gonna talk over the music because then you're just like get cut hey, in. Hey, we're talking over the music uh, right now, baby. Yeah, that's uh, see, that's the thing when you don't have headphones on, you get yeah. you miss out unfortunately on some of the stuff, which yeah. is uh. But yeah, guys, welcome to a special special number eight of the year. Oh yeah, this, uh, we've done that's seven all. so far, and uh, this is special number eight of the uh, Geektastic Cipher. Yeah, Ooh. second time. On the show, very excited. Very excited. Very excited. You brought pickles last time. I did. I brought what was <laughs> oh, it? Oh yeah, it pickles. Was pickles and um, like the top hat, top, top hat, hat and pickles. Some kind yeah, of yeah, nut yeah. base of something. Yeah, peanut butter and pickles. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. yeah. so he's like eating pickles while we were getting ready. Yeah, I remember people made comments because like, dude, you're really eating those pickles. I'm like, I didn't eat like all yeah, day. Yeah, you I was, were starving. I was dying. I was like, please. You were starving. You came over right after work, and we didn't yeah. have time to grab anything to eat, yeah, and you're just funny. like. I brought it as a joke, but yeah, I, I, I was like, he's <laughs> catering this for me, <laughs> which was good. I mean, why not? Better than sitting there doing nothing. And we got our boy Devin repping Nerdstock. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Tell us a bit about yourself, homie. About myself, not much to tell. My friend, I work all the time. I'm always tired. <laughs> yeah. Every time Mike calls, how you doing, man? Tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm just tired, man. Yo, is that is that just a thing as we get older? Because it's true. Anytime my friends yeah. ask me, like, how you doing? I'm tired, man. And it's like, first thing in the morning, I've slept nine hours, and I wake up, and I'm still like, I'm tired. You get you get nine hours of sleep? <laughs> Dude. I envy like, you. Like, you're spoiled. I know, I know. I'm lucky if I get five. I, yeah, I don't have kids yet. Is yeah. it the kids? Or It's a lot of things. Yeah, it's yes, a lot. kids. I love you, kids. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you took my sleep away from me. <laughs> hey, so my oldest is eight, older. so I haven't slept in eight years. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> when so one of my friends who has a kid was saying like you know when the clock turns back she was saying. It's useless. I don't get an extra hour because my kid just wakes up anyways. No kidding. They're yeah, programmed. Okay, I was going to ask. It, it's like, very true. Yeah. Oh. As I'm soon so- as they see lights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't take lights. <laughs> well, well, kids like also to catch people who are trying to fool them. So like the concept of daylight savings, hey, we're sleeping an extra hour. They're like, bullshit. No, we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? What is this concept of extra hour? I'm going to get up. <laughs> That's awesome. That's true. Yeah. Kids are the, the ones who are just sitting there like, call BS. I got an extra hour? I don't know. This Hello Kitty clock says it didn't change yet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that some kids like keep an extra clock on the side, <laughs> thinking like, this time that my parents brought forward is a complete farce. I'm going to live gonna re- life to this <laughs> clock. <laughs> and then, That'd be pretty awesome. Then like spring occurs and they're like, you see I told you I was right. It took six months to be ready. Actually, to be honest, uh, they're old enough now that they actually don't wake us up. But for so many years, they were waking us up so early. We're just programmed now to automatically wake up early. Is it? We just we we don't we don't choose to. It's like we're trying to sleep in. All right, it's seven thirty. We're sleeping in. Is it scarier when they stop waking you up though, and they're up, and you're like, what are they doing? Sometimes, because yeah. yeah. that's what I like. I, like anytime people depict like my friends and all of them who have kids, are always just like, "Oh, I'm so happy when they don't wake me up." And I'm just thinking, I don't know if I'd want an eight year old with no supervision Actually, running around the house right now. Uh, what they're doing is what's waking us up, and we're just hearing the sound of uh, crunching noises coming from downstairs. Because you know what just happened? What just passed by? Right, Halloween. Halloween. Mm. Yeah. So uh, their breakfast candy involves candy everywhere. So we <laughs> have yeah, like, what are you doing? Do it. And then they're super hyper all day. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is awesome. That's no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a great story to tell. It's not a great story to live. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I, I was let out of my cage. <laughs> the equivalent for me is if I like throw catnip all over the floor before going to bed and expect a good night's sleep. It's just not going to happen. Oh, I'm just going to wake up with kitties on crack. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yeah, man, Nerdstock, you've been, I've been hearing the name. You've been working on things behind the scenes, but now you, you want that name, you know, stamped across the sky. Tell us more. What's going on, man? Well, basically, this is already uh, year number two. Okay. Uh, about two and a half years now I've been working on this brand. Uh, yeah, two and a half years I've been working on this brand. Uh, basically, it started off with just a, a light bulb going off in my head because I'm a big comic con goer like I go in all these cons and mini cons and I go to all like uh, these uh, geek events and yeah. stuff I've been a lifeline uh, collector and uh, advocate of like comic books and stuff but I've also been a long time music lover yeah I have zero talent in my bones. Like, I'll make a guitar sound like a trumpet somehow. Oh, but uh, but music does run in my... I would f- say that is that's, an impressive that's, talent. That's a, that's a skill in itself. Like, I know where burr, you're going with I know. that. Is, that sounds so cool, actually. But uh, music does run in my family. My brother actually is the one that picked up... Uh, he's got the musical talent. He plays bass, uh, bass guitar, bass. Uh, and even my oldest daughter uh, seems to be uh, picking up musical instruments. So like she seems to be naturally on a key on a piano. Oh, cool. she, the first time uh, she was handed a bass guitar, she held it naturally and she was like six. Oh, damn. Like finger position and everything. It's like, you've never held one. Of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it skipped over me totally. <laughs> but I did get like, a, I guess you call it like an ear for things. Okay. okay. So I'm able to, I, I know when, when something sounds good, it sounds good. But I've always had this thing about going to these conventions. And I know in the States, they're big. Like uh, in New York, they got the PAX uh, convention mm. with their big uh, music shows, too, and all that. And I know, uh, I believe San Diego Con has it. Mm. Uh, mostly over and uh, even in Toronto, uh, my buddy, uh, Sean, uh, Sean Hatton, he just did his uh, new show there uh, uh, that uh, that's on Discovery that was just launched. Um, uh, the train one? No, the one there where they're going around finding old geek stuff. It's like oh, it's like vintage yeah, chasers or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know of it. Uh, he's actually got nerd noise in Toronto. Uh, okay. Around the fan expo, so I'm thinking, what does Montreal have? Mm. It's always been the case, man. So Montreal is renowned for music. Like this, this is a music city. Yeah. yeah. And we huge have, blue scene at one point. Oh, it's well a little bit of everything to be honest. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we have a pretty big metal scene here in. Yeah, too. yeah, it's yeah, huge, too. and uh, there's a big underground hip hop scene. There's, yep. uh, we got everything from every type of genre we have here, and I, I'm not one to like say, oh, I'm a metalhead or I'm a punk or I, I'm a hip hop guy. I like all kinds of music, yeah. uh, and I'm th- and I'm thinking it's like, how can I combine my love of music with my love of, like geekiness? Geek, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought to myself, uh, so I approached a fun, actually, it's a really quick story. I went to this charity thing um, in the West Island a couple of years ago, and I sat down uh, with uh, Jason Rockman, of all people. Oh, oh cool. Sure. Yeah, cool. And I was talking to him. Uh, we chat from time to time. And uh, I was telling him, it's like, I was pitching him the idea. It's like, yeah, I think uh, I'd like to present something to, it started off with Montreal Comic Con. It's like, I'd like to present something to them. It's like, uh, I want to do this geek music festival. Mm. With in, in collaboration with a with a con, yeah. and uh, he hooked me up with the guys at Comic Con, and I pitched him the idea. And going through my head, it's like I need a name, I need a name, and it's like 
And I'm also by the, I live by the KISS philosophy, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Woodstock, Woodstock, Nerdstock. Yeah. <laughs> so I started nice. fishing around, looking, see if the name existed. I think I came across one place in somewhere in the States. It was like a group, but it wasn't really a, a yeah. music thing, but it, it's been dead. Okay. And apparently, well, no one was using it. Yeah. Uh, There's all kinds. So I went with Nerdstock. So I took awesome. it, I made it mine. And ever since I've been trying to grow it and, uh, I bring in like uh, local. I use a lot of local acts. Uh, I bring in guys from out of town. But what makes this thing different from your average show is I'm not looking for a band that says, "Oh yeah, we're geeks. We sing about Superman in like one of our songs." I'm like, "Well, who doesn't?" Yeah. I want guys that dress up like Superman (laughs) and then singing about like the Justice League and comic books and all that stuff. Like, I want. I want authentic. I want real. So I started looking around, and they exist. There's actually like names like uh, Power Glove that's been around forever. There's the Proto Men that's been around forever. Yeah. Uh, Gore, if you ever yes, if you remember Gore, yeah, they've been around forever too. Yeah. These are some big names, and I'm like, there's got to be more. And and when I started opening the doors to the uh, geek realm of music, I was blown away by the amount of bands out there. They're just like every kind of like genre you think of, like sci-fi, comic, anime. So and even in our in our city here, I was able to find some like mm. uh, like local guys. Like um, one of the first groups I worked with here in town was called uh, Capitan Mustache, <laughs> which, which which was great because the first time uh, that I went to an event was the cat with the Capitan exactly, Mustache. Exactly. Yeah, we had them again, and I couldn't stop laughing at their stage presence. I thought it was brilliant. It 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 destroyed me how funny it was. But like. I mean, it's funny in the way where they're really engaging their audience, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I you can see, you know, the geek side of them. It was good. It was an all-around... Well, I should hope so. They're all wearing, like, spandex. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like watching a live comic book come to life, yeah. except in, with music. That's pretty cool. They, they had, like, battles on stage. Oh, damn. Yeah, they had, like, a villain come while out playing? on stage while playing. Oh, shit. It was, it was a show. You know what I mean? The next time someone says that Britney and all these pop stars have it hard because they have to dance and sing a song. Try wearing a spandex suit. Spandex suit (laughs) while fighting crime, while singing... And you know, like, yeah, yeah. or yeah. actually try wearing giant transformer costumes, oh, yeah. Cybertronic <laughs> spree, and them playing like full fledged guitars and sounding absolutely awesome on stage. Always impressive. Oh my god! And I, we, people, it's like not it's, the, the question is how do you even walk in those? No, it's not how you walk. How are you playing yeah, in those? Yeah. Are like, you how moving? do you adjust your arm? Like the like the costume. And it was all natural for them. So basically, everything's authentic from the bands for the people involved. All the way down to something is the poster. The mm. poster is not something that we just whip together like uh, uh, like graphic design on computer. No, I actually approach local comic artists yeah. to draw the poster. I want everything authentic. Hence why the next, the newest one, I'm not sure if we'll be able to, is this also a live video feed? But No, uh, yeah, so yeah. if you had it on something, we could show it, but unfortunately, but if anything, we'll just link yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. basically, it's we'll on... We'll make it the cover. Well, yeah, it's, on, it's, it's, it's on the, uh, I'm on a website, it's on uh, the Nerdstock page. Uh, okay. I actually run two pages, yeah, mm. Shanks Events and Nerdstock. But uh, yeah, we got uh, the guys from Foursquare that came up with this gnarly poster uh, for the next one that's coming up, which is already in like two weeks, like, can't believe it. Time oh, flies, Square man. dash idea. Square dash idea. Saving yeah. the world. Yeah, no, it One was geek event at a time. And you know what? It was great too because uh, when doing the art, uh, not for Alpha, no, no, for Alpha Buddhists, uh, that was when I discovered 
the art style for my next comic strip. Mm. Like it was, it was actually, it helped me kind of shift a project forward because I had to think out of the box when it came yeah. to, cause I didn't want my art style to be the exact same thing all over the poster. I wanted to have a variety so that, you know, there was the, um, who was at the bottom? It was, Oh, uh, the pink popo. Yeah. Pink popo. Chris did that. Then there was word burglar on top. And then I did neon rise and alpha Buddhist and I didn't want neon rise and alpha Buddhist to have the exact no. same art style. Which is good. Yeah. And it forced me to Adapt. start to do, uh, I, I did pastels with no black lines and I was like, damn, oh, cool. that looks good. And I've been wanting to do a comic strip. So I use that art style on it now. No, so, I saw it yeah. and it's absolutely amazing. It, it, the, the drawings were so good that even the guys from neon rise starting to use it for their profile. Yeah. Picks oh, now. Dope, dude. yeah. Like they're, they're, uh, I think for their Instagram and Facebook, I, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you have a new friend. I'm like, that's my drawing. That's so cool. Yeah, that it was a, cool. it was a yeah, it was a nice moment. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, no one ripped me off. It's the actual guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. But I also I can't forget to mention uh, the original artist I also worked with in the, my first uh, two projects. Yeah. Uh, was with Adrian Harper. Okay. Uh, he's the one that did the uh, posters for uh, the uh, first. Uh, uh, nerd stock we did at Foofs. We had Oakley Doakley playing. Oh, that was yeah, the, that's the Ned then, Flanders band. Yeah, the yeah. metal Ned Flanders I was, band. I was, I was gonna ask about that. That show was epic. Those guys they even brought the mod cannon, man. They were just <laughs> shooting t-shirts and mod on the side. That's uh, amazing. I, if, so dark if, yet so wonderful. No, yeah. but you think it's something simplistic, like guys just screaming, yelling, and but the way their presence on stage, it was one of the greatest shows I've seen live. These guys put on a great show, even all the way to, to the set where he's like what Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. And he's, <laughs> off his clothes and he's in the skin tight ski suit. Oh and you're God. like, dude. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's everything from The Simpsons and a lot of That's Ned awesome. quotes and stuff. That's amazing. And uh, of course, I played with bands, uh, some awesome nerd rock bands, like uh, guys from Double Experience, uh, which I'm hoping to bring back real soon, too. Uh, they're from uh, they're an Ottawa based band, nice. but they actually did uh, one of the theme tracks for the first Destiny video game. Really? Oh, huh. Small That's amazing. World. This is no, all these, small world stuff. Like all like you know, no, it's these, like, uh, these dudes six degrees of separation. You want on. talent, man. These guys are like a c- crossbreed of like Rush mixed with oh. um high praise already. Oh <laughs> no, no, uh Canadian Pride. I know, right? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> they are absolutely, absolutely fantastic musicians and I I can't get enough of them. Uh, they're great guys. And uh, then, of course, we got uh, there's just the li- the list just keeps on yeah. and on and on and on. And uh, yeah, what we got coming up for the next one on the twenty third, uh, we got so uh, we we went uh, went a different route because a lot of it was turning into like a lot of rock genre, mm-hmm. but there's more than just rock out no, there. Yeah. So basically, I, I really wanted something different. And for the past two years, I've been speaking with Word Burglar. Word Burglar! Oh, God. <laughs> That's I my boy. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I was a hip-hop music director at CJLO in Montreal. I, I've spoken to Sean. I used to see him at Fan Expo every year. I went to Fan Expo for seven years straight every year. I watched it grow. Uh, I was one of those people who was there the first year when it was like, I think when the first year I went, they were still at the 30,000. And the, I was there for that, too. Yeah, and the last year I went, they had just tipped 90,000. Yep. And I used to see Sean every year for Silver, repping Silver Snail, mm-hmm. and you know just doing his thing. And he's also a hip hop artist, and he, and he had his comic book, the the snake, the oh, what's it called? He had a comic book with a snake character, and it was kind of like a joke on uh, or a play on like GI Joe. 
and it was so much fun to read. I remember when he gave it to me the first time to check out. I was just like, yo, this is genuinely super interesting. I mean, legality issues depending on like you know the characters and satire and yeah. GI Joe and whatnot. But I was just like, this is so cool. And he also had music. Him more or less. Uh, Timbuktu, that whole crew, that whole collective of like amazing hip hop artists, and they had so much they wanted to say, so much they wanted to do, and I was just like, "Yo, this is really, really interesting stuff," and that's why like he actually hit me up a couple months ago, telling me he's going on tour, he's looking to work with people in different cities to do shows, and then I told him like, you know, I got you know some stuff from my friend Mob's Goodness, who's like really into the geek scene and the music scene, and like knew some of the promoters, and I was just like. Okay, who do you think? And we went through the list. And then next thing I know, I see a poster that you guys did with Sean on it, Word Burglar. And I was just like, Croc Monsieur? <laughs> yeah, wreck that. I was so excited. And then that's how I heard about Nerds Talk, man. Exactly. And also what makes me very excited is the fact that we're finally hitting different genres. Yeah, yeah. Like we got um, the guys from uh, Neon Rise. They're like a funk soul style. Oh, dope. Uh, Bands, and then you got the guys from really, really awesome working with them, by the way. Like, whenever I had to speak with them to kind of figure out what kind of style they wanted, they were nothing but accommodating and nice, like, very good at directing. Apparently, they got new costumes they're going to be wearing for the show. Nice, like, so down looking, to see looking it. forward to seeing that. And then uh, we got the guys from Alpha Buddhist. Uh, they actually worked uh, with on a show earlier this year with one of my uh, buddy uh, promoters. And uh, I, I took them a listen because I wanted something different. These guys are like along the lines of like synth 80s style. Oh, uh, cool. Which oh, I'm excited oh. for. That sounds yeah. awesome. Mm. And so basically we got, and then of course we got Word Burglar with his hip hop rhymes for like old school hip hop, yeah, not this yeah, new yeah. stuff. The like, boom bop. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did you see bop. his new uh, video, uh, Rental Patients? I didn't see the video yet. I am trying to get him to send all his stuff because I work for a digital music company. So I've been importing all of his music into the system. Nice. Right I there. actually posted up on the event page his uh, music video. Okay, so I'll patient. check it out. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so funny. Because I want all those music videos. That's another thing. Like Canadian hip hop and like nerd hip hop and stuff like that should definitely be on all of these like yeah. music video sites and everything. So yeah, I, I'm going to watch it right after. So this is our first nerd stock where we kind of moved away from the rock genre yeah. to go into something else. But because of I went into like looking around different genres i also found like jazz nerd bands oh, cool, and, yeah. uh, really? and like uh techno space nerd God, bands damn. i've found all kinds of cool stuff the uh the the simpsons band what were they oh the b sharps the b sharps, the b -sharps. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. were amazing that was golden it That's was awesome. uh, actually we might is it acapella is it no. no what kind of music they're they're rocking out kind of like alto rock but uh very very it's all the songs be sharp so okay. uh you know uh monorail yeah, like, yeah. like all, all of them all the classics like dave is a much more bigger fan of simpsons than i am yeah well i mean i i didn't get to see them exactly but i would have been shame no i remember i remember i was at a wedding yeah. and I, I actually debated and like I can maybe miss the ceremony and just go to the party afterwards. <laughs> it was it was really but funny. If I do that, I'll be killed by the by the bride. Yeah, yeah, she'll, like, yeah, she'll yeah. murder me. Yeah, she'll exactly. have me balls in a vice. Yeah. <laughs> but Chris and I were just standing there and we looked at each other. And be like, damn, Dave would have loved Love this. this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Crazy. That's like, I, when I saw it, I was there. I'm like, so I'm gonna be in a wedding. Ryan's in Ottawa. This sucks. <laughs> Ryan being one of another one of our uh, members, one of our members, one of our writers. Me, me and him. Ryan's the type of person that like. I, I I have to give this story out. Quick story. Like he told me, he's like, so I used to play uh, Jeopardy Simpsons with my friends, and it, it evolved like this. Okay, so we're in teams. Ryan has to be alone. Okay, we're in teams. Ryan has to wait thirty seconds. He has to wait two minutes. He has to wait till everyone agrees they don't know the answer. 
and he still schooled everybody. Awesome. <laughs> so it's like that is awesome. The fact that he couldn't make it was a, a bit of a shame. Damn. Yeah. I'm almost more depressed that he didn't get to go than you now. I'm yeah, just I like, don't. I don't even. I, I've never I even met Ryan, bad. and I'm just like, this poor soul missed out on something he would have truly appreciated. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, by the way, the show I was forgetting with Sean, it was called Tech Hunters. Okay, that's the oh. one that's coming out. Actually, it looks pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, no, uh, we're super psyched for this uh, November 23rd at uh, Fufuns, which is a Saturday night, and what's which makes this event even much cooler. This is a double feature event. So we got our show that starts, yeah. like, doors open at 7.30. We start at 8. Kicks off with the three bands. We have the three bands. And then at 10.30, it's like, we want to keep the party going. So I was thinking of, like, a, doing a DJ night. Wait, just to confirm, yeah. you said which date? Is it? Oh, is it the 23rd? It's no, the Friday, I think. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it is the Friday, the 23rd. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, wow, the... thank you for checking that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Friday, not Saturday. Friday, Friday the 23rd. 23rd, 23rd for Electric. Perfect. Yeah, fantastic. That, that would have been <laughs> like, to show up Saturday. Where is everything? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Everyone would be like super excited, and then they get there and they'd be like, "It's like oh. a metalcore death band." Like, it's like <laughs> it was last night. No. Complete opposite of theirs. They're like actually looking at people like, "We'll murder you." Get <laughs> Showing up in your cosplay. Oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't feel safe. <laughs> I get the but, no um, feeling. Yeah, it's a double build. Then right after that, show ends around ten thirty, and then we open up the other part of the show. Where we're gonna have like a mini artist alley, and yeah, I got a few more people signing, setting up too. Uh, with uh, the, of course, the guys from uh, Squared Idea, uh, Adrian Harper is actually gonna be there okay. with his stuff, and uh, we might actually have two other small cons uh, showing up to promote their conventions coming up. Oh, dope! Sweet. Uh, yeah, I've been speaking with the guys from um, the Geekits convention that's okay. coming up in April, and also the big one in uh, Saint Jean sur Richelieu. Uh, it's called um, uh, Le. Convention des collect uh, le, le convention des collectionneurs or something okay yeah, something along those lines but uh, they're, they're a big attraction too and uh, basically the thing about Nerdstock is we're not trying to make it for like one particular group we yeah, want to exactly. share it with everybody yeah it's like let's spread the love it's it's funny because it's exactly it is the Woodstock of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's <laughs> just sharing the love I, was, I, I wanted like it, it's true. like it's literally just bringing it on in and it's, it's, it's all it's all sharing that the love true. of nerd I, I like this right? so basically it's wherever you see a con in Montreal it's like well we're hoping to see a nerd stock but also we want to branch out too eventually like Quebec City oh, cool. Ottawa, I want to go uh, more Ontario maybe even East Coast if I can but uh Baby steps. Yeah, sorry. I think Mike, you want to check it? You yeah, can go yeah, ahead and check it while we'll continue. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, one of the things that you mentioned that I actually did want to talk about really quick when you said that you looked up, you had Nerdstock and you wanted to look it up. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something that when I was, uh, I used to be one of the mentors for a, like, we used to have a youth group that used to come in to do radio when I was at the radio station. And I was the one that used to do a lot of the marketing stuff. And one of the one of the things for the marketing stuff was trying to explain to people branding is super important. A lot of people don't realize that. And one of the most important parts is making sure that you try and like lock down your name. Yeah. And once you do, make sure that it's like you're the one using it. Because a lot of the times, you know, especially in the nerd community, we all love and and admire specific cultures within the nerd culture. And we tend to reuse those names. Yeah. And then you're splitting like, you know, you guys might be Nerdstock and then there's someone else using Nerdstock somewhere else. People are looking it up and not finding it. So that's why it's important. You know, we share the love, but also don't be ashamed of locking down your name and don't step on someone else's name. You know, like, 
look for your own thing. No, exactly. Well, we like that's why Nerdstock officially officially does belong to Shanks Events now. It's registered underneath oh, awesome. the company. And uh, yeah, I have I've been in sales and marketing for about twenty odd plus years myself. So definitely business side of me kicked in when I was looking for branding and stuff. Uh, just to continue on the show too for the second part. Not only is there the artist alley, but it's also going to be a DJ night. Oh, dope. Oh, cool. So basically, we have two DJs coming in. So we're going to kick off the night with uh, DJ Sun and Sons. Okay. He's going to be bringing all of our favorite 80s classic and uh. synth stuff and TV show theme songs. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, like we are going to rock it out with that guy. And then we got the Pink Popo cosplaying DJ. Okay. Uh, she's coming in with like uh, chip tunes, 8-bit, and all that, that jazz, man. It's, That's dope. It's going to be awesome. a, ner- a nerdy, nerdy, nerdy night. <laughs> Which I'm very stoked about because I love 8-bit. Uh, 8-bit rocks the house. Yeah. Uh, I, it's going to be a difficult day going to Comic-Con the next day because it's going to be a late night. Yeah, the mid- yeah we end yeah. at 3 a.m., man. Yeah. We got like, it's first of the cheap beer. <laughs> uh, we gotta be on our we gotta be on best behavior, Mike. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna make sure I keep it. Yeah, because you guys have ahead. a table too. Yeah, yeah, we have a table. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we, the we, thing we, is, we, yeah. we've got, we've already kind of discussed this because we're gonna be at Mini Comic Con on the weekend. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, what we are gonna be doing is be doing our big setup at Mini Comic Con earlier on Friday. Yeah, and then have our because and uh, a small setup. Over at uh, Nerdstock, Nerd yeah. Because what we can do is just kind of collapse the small setup, bring it over to the big setup the next day, so we can have our double. Oh, dope. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't kind of it doesn't throw us off or take anything away, yeah. which is good. It's just gonna be a long, a long, lovely weekend. Actually, you know what? I'll probably be <laughs> with you guys uh, that weekend too because I'm actually staying at a hotel downtown for the for the whole weekend. So hotel. So I'll be staying right to, right near you guys. So I'm obviously not making any money this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> weekend. It's all being spent. I will highly recommend <laughs> hydration from all of you because oh, yeah. yeah. uh, if you're gonna be partying, well, beer then- is ninety percent water. Ninety <laughs> <laughs> percent. What's the other ten percent? Ten percent. Like, awesomeness. What, what's, the, what's the stuff that they put in shoeboxes so that there's no moisture? That's what it is. It's like the complete opposite of water. Anti anti water. <laughs> yeah. It's it's sand. <laughs> Just to dehydrate you. Also there's, to add to everything else too yeah. is there's even more involved at this show. Okay. With every ticket purchase, everyone gets a raffle ticket because oh, we're no. going to be drawing prizes at the end of the night. Oh uh, boy. Donated by a certain uh, some of our sponsors uh, like from Funky toys they're going to be bringing in some like, i'm actually going there right after the podcast oh uh, cool pick up a lot of cool geeky toy stuff dope. Awesome. Dope. uh long time uh comic book store i've been dealing with uh, check swing i'm excited to see what they're going to be donating uh we've got the guys who actually made the t-shirts for us and hats Ba-boom. yeah uh, they're going to be donating wait, wait, some stock I too uh I'm, all I, the I, and all then the uh, all the cameras there we go. And uh, yeah, I think you guys were planning to throw something in too for the raffle. If, I, if you yeah, weren't, yeah, you are now. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, there was there was no denial of that. No, no. No, we we since we uh, since our last con we uh, we had a squared idea package, so we might throw yeah. in a package or two. No, yeah. actually, I, I bought one of those packages. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty mm-hmm. dope. I I really liked it. And uh, yeah, and then uh, also I couldn't have done this night without my partner. Actually, I, I, I speaking about local, I also work with sometimes with local partners. Okay. Uh, so the partner helping me out with this one is Dave Boucher. Love you, Dave, <laughs> from Extensive. But this guy is actually Not renowned you, in town for the metal scene. This guy brings okay. in like big metal bands. Oh, dope, dope. And uh, also my uh, other partner, uh, Nick Garay from uh, Dungeon Works, helped me out uh, too. Uh, no, I get a lot of help from the community. When you help, I you mean, get help. And I, I love it. That's one of the things, man. The geek community has always been about like, 
like networking and trying to spread the message. It's almost like almost religious in the sense that it's just like, let us spread the good word of geekdom to you. And then you just, you know, everyone's just like, here, take a pamphlet. I'm pretty sure if I spoke like that, I would pro- I'd probably get a lot of nasty looks, though. Yeah, yeah just, just don't. Yeah, so no, I, not, all of us can, not all of us can do the American no. preacher. Yeah, we probably have to get so, yeah, to do that part. So, yeah, it's a full night of music, uh, cheap beer, obviously, and yeah. cheap drinks, uh, and art, and merch, and there's going to be tons of stuff to buy. If you want to come and cosplay... Do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll even give you extra raffle tickets if you come in. Ra- ra- oh, it's been announced. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's been announced. It's, it's, <laughs> that's on radio. That's on. That's on that, that, stream. That, that, it's it's there, man. I gotta go buy more raffle tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, that's gonna be amazing. But uh, one thing, it's it's definitely we show starts eight p.m. sharp. Okay. We're not gonna wait half an hour or delays in this because we're on a time schedule. We yeah. want the party to happen all nights. So, Hells yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So I, I'm really excited for that. I'm definitely going to be there. I think there's it's a great opportunity for people to come out and geek out. And we always we're always complaining that there's not enough events for us. So y- if you don't come to the events, you can't complain anymore. Yeah, you can't right. like when, you can't, if you don't support, you can't happen. Yeah, right? man. Like anytime I hear people being like, "Oh, there's not really anything geeky going on," I'm just I'm like, like, "Are you kidding me?" There's a huge geek show happening. There's the mini. There's all these things, and then people are just like, "Oh yeah, I missed it." Like, look. I was tired. It was Friday. Well, you know, that's on you, man. Mm-hmm. The fact that Montreal Comic Con is breaks. doing a free <laughs> mini-con, too, that's, yep. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, ta- I work in elementary and high schools, and, even, you know, I work with a lot of parents, and all of them are actually really excited about mini-comic con because, yeah. you know, it's a good time to expose children because it's free, so they're able yeah. to bring the kids and really, you know, show it off and get the exposure to it, which is really cool. Because I mean, for Montreal Comic Con, how much is it a ticket? I mean, uh, when, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we want to. Can we say? Yeah, no, yeah I, you can say. Yeah, I just don't know how much it costs. Uh, I, think I, it was, I think it was about if you pre-ordered them. The the Friday was somewhere between twenty five to thirty. The Saturday was a little steep. It was at like fifty. Right. So if you're bringing and then your Sunday kids was in, like forty or something. So like if you're bringing your kids in, you know. Oh yeah, no, I I had certain friends that like you know they wanted to they wanted to come in and see us and support us, but like he's like. Dude, I, I have a wife, two kids. That's like 200 bucks just getting yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah, go no. through the door. And, you know? and like, since it's free, you know, it allows that opportunity to really open the doors up for a lot of younger people, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm the guy that I was on the Metro one time and I had comic books in my bag. And there's this kid sitting next to me with his mom. And I took out the comic book and I opened the comic book and I'm reading it. And this kid is like leaning so close. He's like on my shoulder. And I just like finished reading the comic book, looked, put it in the bag and just handed it to him. Aww, and I was just man. like, enjoy, man. And the mom was just like, what? And I was just like, I mean, he wanted to read it. Go ahead. So, the, you know, the kid then. The was kid it like, like a horror it. book? And all of a sudden. But I, I don't I don't remember which one it was. But it, it was just that like in my head, I was like. You want to read this so bad that you're just like leaning on a stranger, like just full up. And the mom's just like trying to stop him, but he's so enthralled by the art. And he's just like, what is he reading? What are they doing now? And I was just like, here, just have it. Because I, I have a job and I can go yeah. buy another issue of this. Uh, your mom could probably afford it, but your mom doesn't know which one this is. Here, just take this one. I'll figure it out for yeah. myself. And that's what I like. Like, like when we talk about introducing kids early to yeah. stuff. 
comic books is one of those things that we can legitimately introduce kids to and you know what titles you can introduce them to and which ones you shouldn't and which ones you can tell them one day you can read this like you mm-hmm. can't read wanted by mark millar because there's a lot of disgusting stuff in that mm-hmm. but you can read all of these other comic books by mark millar and then one day you can read this one and rpm and you know you just stack the ones and then they just have their reading list mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing i fear for when i have a kid i'm just going to want to make reading lists weekly of all the comic books you can read. well for me when uh back in the day i used to work in uh elementary school uh and i used to run an after school program and uh i think maybe two months in i was like you know what i'm starting up a comic book graphic novel club Uh, dope so i had a locker maybe three lockers and i just brought in baskets and baskets and baskets (laughs) of graphic novels and comics I would look on Kijiji for people who were just looking to dump like yeah. big amounts of comics. I didn't really care particularly, you know, continuity or anything yeah. like that. I didn't need sequencing. Like I just wanted to expose yeah. a young, like, you know, this, these, this group to comics. Yeah. And I swear to you, I think that it was comic book Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. Well, that's when comic books drop. So, and, uh, any, any time it was Wednesday, I swear it was the calmest most relaxing day oh yeah because they all just sit quietly They're yeah just like but it, it's i mean there was so much they can never really get bored of it and yeah. and kids lean towards that stuff yeah man. i mean it really it's it's imagination it's yeah. creativity it's art it's stories uh, who doesn't like that i stuff? know yeah. yeah yeah actually as a parent myself yes i have two kids uh i actually started introducing them when they were quite young so they like watching like Avengers cartoons now and stuff like that. And yeah. they like picking up the odd and end comic book. Like, Daddy, what is that you got there? I'm like, oh, it's a book for Daddy. It's like, can we have one too? Well, not this one, but another one. And then they see my collection and the toys I have. I was like, can we play with them? Like, soon this will all be yours. They're like, yeah. <laughs> so I love that. It's just, I'm feeling a little bad right now because the, the show is 18 plus. Mm-hmm. But daddies need time out too. <laughs> and so do mommies. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, uh, some of the nerd culture, it's not that we're saying, well, if anything, what we're saying now is there are levels to the nerd culture and your age yeah. appropriate levels. And there's nothing wrong with, because once again, when we say that there's not enough nerdy stuff, it's also that sometimes the nerdy stuff that's there for kids might not necessarily be the thing that we always want to go to. Because right. if it's the only thing that's ever offered to us as adults, then you kind of feel like they're not really considering older geeks and we were the ones that were there before and we did help establish a lot of the fame and fandom so at least throw us a bone every once in a mm, while so true. that's stuff like this is for us th- those who appreciate you know like so yeah. and speaking of admission and all that there is a slight cost to come yeah, but it's not like expected. but basically you don't need a second mortgage to come exactly uh, so basically to uh, get the, the c3 bands and also include the dj night afterwards uh, the ticket prices were going for. Oh my god, I forgot my own ticket prices already. Yeah, you better look on your phone, bro. I better look <laughs> on my phone. I'll let you confirm them. They're, confirm. they're on sale now, actually. You can get them via the website at uh, shanksevents.ca. Uh, I'm going to spell Shanks, by the way. It's S H A N K S E V E N T S dot C A, in case anyone didn't know. Because, you know, Shanks, I don't know. It's one of those words that you feel like... It's actually my family name. Oh, there you go. There we go. I just went... That way I knew I wasn't going to forget it. (laughs) (laughs) What's my site again? Well, it's just because sometimes people are just like, how do you spell that? And I'm just like, that's fair. It might be spelled differently. Yeah. So let me throw that at you. Hmm. 
Uh, guys, we're also going to be going into our next segment right after this. We're going to be doing a Drain Team Up defeat with Kirby, Mario, and Link Battle yes. of Nintendo. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to tell you the price of tickets. All right. So basically, if you go to pre-sale, which is being sold online, it's only 14 bucks. Oh, that's amazing. That's, not- yeah. that's amazing. That that's includes nothing. three bands, two DJs, uh, way to get and a ticket for raffle to win something that's worth more than what we're charging at the door. Yeah. And then, of course, there is that the at door option too to buy your tickets at the door. It's only 18 bucks. There you go. That's more than fair. Small I sacrifice. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, it's going to be 20. And then you said 18. I was like, Jesus, man, you really aren't going to be making it. You're, you're no, just, no, yeah. I'm not really for the love. Between, between the merchandise and the hiring the bands and all that, it's for the love. But basically, the only way we're going to get people to know about Nerdstock is by trying Yo, to dude, do, try to give it as much as possible. I regularly try to explain to people, if you genuinely love something, you should be doing it for the love of it and not check this post and not <laughs> not just for the money of it because there's a lot of people yeah it really is dope alpha boots the the pastel snow black is so cool there's a lot of people that you know reach out to me and ask me like oh well with the podcast thing like what do you what's what's your end goal how much you know how many followers is it money and i'm just like no i do it because i love it I yeah. do it because I love it. And that's the mm. same thing. You're doing this because you love it. You are trying to bring people together. And I always say that. When I used to be the program director at the radio station, I'd always tell people when they'd be nervous for doing the first show, they'd be there. They're like, oh, I'm really nervous. I, like, I, I, I'm not sure. And I'm just like, I'd sit them down and I'd be like, I got one question for you. Why did you do the show? Oh, I really like this music. Okay. Was, was anyone else going to do the show? They're just like, well, I didn't hear anyone else doing the show. There you go. There's no one else doing the show. You really love it. You're passionate about it. Passionate enough to have, A, sat up and said, I really want to bring this music to other people. Passionate enough to fill out an application. Passionate enough to do a demo. Passionate enough to get trained. Passionate enough to come here and do the show today. So have fun with it. Run mm. with the passion. Don't overthink it. Don't don't start off with like, I hope a billion people listen to this. Start off with just, I hope people enjoy this. And that's what you're going to do. And that's what I feel like Nerdstock's whole goal is. It's just like, you woke up one day and you're just like, we're not doing enough of this. Nerd stock. Okay, I think I got this. I think this is what I want to do. I'm going to bring all these people together. I'm going to bring awesome artists together. I'm going to bring podcast hosts together. I'm going to bring all the people who are into this nerd stuff together. And I'm going to tell them, you guys want to just hang out? 14 bucks? Just so we can cover the cost? Because I'm not out here to make the money. I'm out here to just organize it for you guys. And this is what the cost is. And then we organize and we all have a good night. And that's what it is. That was even our goal for Comic-Con. When we went there, our main goal was yeah. to pay off our tickets. That was all we yeah. wanted. Yeah. That was that was our goal. Be like, okay, let's hope that we get our table paid off. And if that happens, that's our goal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And luckily yeah. enough to maybe get one one well, true fan. Well, you know, also you know? to make connections. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like, but I'm I'm talking more of like monetary. Oh, like no, it's not course, it's not about it's not about uh, like the collective so much. It's more of kind of like the immersion into the culture. Yeah. And you know, making sure that you're not you know breaking your bank. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. It's hard sometimes for artists and and, and fans. Uh, it, the creators of this stuff, a lot of the times, are so excited to get their art and their stuff out. But at the same time, we, we all are dedicating time. Yeah. And I mean, Patreon is one of those things, like, you guys have a Patreon. Right. And I think that stuff like that's great because it gives people the opportunity to show you their appreciation through supporting you so that you're not just always taking it out of pocket. Because then right. it gets hard. Like, I mean, all this equipment, if you guys are watching this, I bought all this equipment because yeah. I was just like... I want to be able to podcast and I don't want to have to pay for a studio all the time. And, you know, I don't want to have to ask all my buddies like, hey, can I use your stuff? I was just like, let me just invest X, Y, Z so that I can at least do this. 
Right? Yeah, it's, tr- it's very true. But also, there's the other spectrum too, where people just constantly ask for for freebies. Exactly, that's the which other is, abusive yeah. factor. And that's why I'm saying, like, think <sighs> of the culture and the community working together. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. don't try and abuse it by being like, well, like you know, if you do this for like you're inviting us to this show, I'm not going to ask you for guest list. It's 14 bucks. I can spend 14 really? bucks. Wow, I was expecting guests. I was writing them all down now. No, and, and that's the thing. They're, they're, and I definitely get that. And I know there's a, a bunch of people, because it's the same thing. Like, I have friends who are producers and stuff, and they go to shows. I'm sure if we had Sean talk about this, he'd say the same thing. Oh, for sure, man. You sit down. I love you guys. Your fans, your friends. I respect you guys. But understand, if if I'm in your town for that one day, it's 14 bucks. I'm not asking you to. I, I'm not asking you to sign up to my Patreon and support me monthly. I'm not asking you no. to send me money all the time. I'm, I'm. I'm saying I'm in your town for one night. I would love to put you on guest list, but at the same time, you got 14 bucks. <laughs> like you got 14 bucks. Yeah. That, that's why I didn't. Because that's the thing. I could ask for guest list through Sean. I could ask guest list through you. But it's 14 bucks. You'd be surprised how many people are asking. Me oh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. And that's why I'm saying to all of you guys out there who are asking for guest list. I get it. Yes, you feel like oh, I'm showing my support. I'm there. But at the same time, you're not really showing support. You're not showing the support. Yeah. It's, it's the same way, like when people Someone ask. Someone gets it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do, man. Because no, it's, it's twenty-two. Yeah, it, it really is. It's like the same. You know, when I, I have conversations with friends who ask me about the podcast, and they're just like, "Well, why don't you play music on your podcast?" I'm like, "Well, because I know the rules and regulations. I could play the music, but I don't have a SoCan license, and I'm not paying into supporting you as an artist. Mm. So I could play it and say, "Oh, I'm supporting by just playing the music." But I'm not actually supporting you because I'm playing the music and, you know, a few people hear it. They might go listen to it. But there's def- like on my end, it costs me nothing. But I have a platform. Oh, well, you're supporting through your platform. Oh, but I could also register the SoCan properly. It's $100, by the way, for a streaming SoCan license for music a year. That's and then bad. that, you know, that that that's all I'd have to pay to be able to stream music. It'd be worth it, and I I've explained that to artists because hmm. I've had musicians be like, "How come you don't play music on your show other than the, the the intro music that we play?" And I'm like, "Well, because I don't have the license, and I want to do it right. I want to do it properly. Hmm. I want to be able to support you guys the right way. Hmm. If I can do this and support you the right way, then I feel like I'm actually doing more than just you know tossing my hat and being like, I'm helping. Don't actually ask me for money. Yeah. Hmm. There's just one last thing I forgot to mention too because. Uh, I know not everyone can make it for the possibly the, the concert part. So mm. I thought of the people who are like night or like night owls. I like going out late. Yeah. I love the DJ stuff. Just for the DJ night, it's only five bucks at the door. Well, there so you you're go. even offering a discount after the shows? Yes. Like serious. Nothing well, I don't but know love. what the fuck to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Seriously, no. I think that's the first time I've heard you swear <laughs> on a podcast, Ryan. Well, it's just because ten thirty downstairs. If you can't come to the show, it's only a five. It's a five dollar bill. And Guys, I, have, that is nothing. And then you have exposure to the two DJs, Artist Alley, and a raffle ticket. <laughs> and you still and, get the raffle. Yeah. Because the, your cosplay, uh, mind blown. Like, this is mind blown. That's I, yeah, uh, it really, I really am. Because once again, I, see, this is why I'm not asking for guest lists. Yeah. Be- specifically because you do stuff like that. You're going out of your way to be like, well, it's 14, 18 at the door. But you that know could, what? That includes both shows. Yeah. But if you can't make it to the first segment, then it's only five bucks for the DJ part. And it's not like we then, asked him for uh, like money to do the. Oh. 
poster yeah. as well. Like that's not what this is about. It's about like, sharing I, love. Exactly. And like in your case, like I understand if you guys get guest list because you guys did the art and are doing and you're helping with promotion. And I get and you're that. also part of the artist salary. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're that. we're a part of the actual show. It's not They're like you're actually charging part of the show. You're not actually asking Word Burglar, hey, when you come to the door, you're paying fourteen. Yeah. Bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a I've been to shows. Perform. I've been to shows where they they don't recognize the artist. They're just like, yeah, yeah, you're not on guest list. It's like, no, I'm not, because that's that's me. That's my face. I'm the guy on the post. You're like holding it up to me. Funny story. I was actually producing a show uh, last year, and uh, and basically sometimes they get up into like the uh, in some sections of the show, you need like a special bracelet. Yeah. And then I'm stopped by security. He's like, "Sorry, you can't go up there." I'm like, "But this is my show." Yeah. He's like, "Sorry, you don't have the bracelet." I'm like, "Dude, I'm paying your salary right now. (laughs) I've put the money down on this. You are my employee." (laughs) Sorry, man, you can't come up. Then I had to go and get the owner of the place to tell that guy. He's like, "No, he's actually running the show. Let him up." <laughs> oh man, that, that so had to be the most hilarious moment for that. No, but, body, that, but actually, that it did bouncer? make me. It made me laugh too because I'm not one. Actually, even the fact I'm doing this podcast is uh, very abnormal for me because I'm not one to step into the spotlight. I'm always the dude behind the camera, yeah. behind the scenes. Mm. I usually have to try to get someone else to speak for me because. Yeah. It's not me to be there. It's like, I don't want my face posted. It's not a very pretty face either. So. <laughs> a face for radio, they said. Exactly. <laughs> Same here. That's why we're doing podcasting. But, um, Notice how I didn't put myself in the frame for this live stream. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm being camera lived on Instagram right now. <laughs> but awesome. uh, normally, I try to get other people to speak. But I, f- I felt for it to really... I, I, f- I, I pushed myself now to, I, to get the word out. I think I, the only person who can explain it best yeah 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 and and it's also in like a bit more of a relaxing environment it's not it's not there's no pressure here we we, we welcome people it's my office yeah it's full of comic books and geek stuff you were staring at all the transformers i'll be on a radio show actually in two weeks yeah i'm used to going there too i've done cj low yeah exactly andrew shout outs to andrew he's the host of Oh, uh, Great Eight Explosives. Yeah, great, great show. Explosives. Yes, yes, yes. Great yes. dude. Sundays on CJLO. I used to be on his show on a weekly basis almost. I, oh, I, cool. I started asking for my own mug when I started going. To ah, this. yeah. Because I was just doing, because I was a student at Concordia at the time. And oh, cool. I was doing a lot of events in-house. And, Man, when was this? Because I was a program director. I was a program director there from 2007 to 2012. I just started university in 2012. Okay, so right after I left. Zutalo. I was considered the old man in university. <laughs> Two kids are like, everyone's like 20 years younger than me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I took off. I, I had a nine. I was nine months behind because I took off like nine months before I started university. And even Jack just made me feel old because the kids from Ontario who were, I mean, I went to university that long ago when it was the, that year where Ontario had the grade 12s and the grade 13s uh, show yeah, up okay. at the same time. Yeah. So some of the kids who were from grade 12 were in university with me. And I had gone to Seychep and and taken nine months off, so I definitely felt like the old man. Yeah, I can but, imagine yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's fun. Always going back and finding and learning is always fun. Guys, I think we have to get to it, though. It's 45 minutes. We haven't even done the DTD yet. Oh, that, that, that was, that was your intro. Exactly. If you guys have never listened to us before, I will tell you right now, the DTD Drain Team Up Defeat is essentially Mary Kill. And what we do is you drain the power from one character, you team up with another character, and you defeat the last character. You don't necessarily have to do it with that mentality of, like, I drain one character to team up with this character to defeat the last. But you can if you choose to. That is up to you. That is your choice. Democracy. Freedom. The Canadian way, guys. So that's up to you if you guys want to do it that way. The characters we have this week in Battle of the Nintendo is Kirby versus Mario versus Link. 
Man, if only Zelda was a boy. <laughs> I remember actually a, a, a person from my work. They're like, oh, I really want to call my boy Zelda. And like two, like it was me and another nerd guy at the table. We yeah. like got up. We're like, no, like, you don't. No, stop what you're doing. It's wrong. And she's like, why it's such a nice name? Yeah, because it's a girl's name. <laughs> like, stop. He's like, then who's Zelda? Stop it. It's Link. She's like, that's a lame name. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> if, you, if you want your child to be gender neutral, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. But, you know. Yeah. Again, huh? Yeah, the li- I guess the lives are, have decided to... I w- maybe we went for too long? I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. I thought they were unlimited, but in any case, the live feeds on the Instagrams are done, but if you guys are watching anywhere else or if you're listening, mm. uh, stay tuned. Stay, we're we're going to be continuing right now. DTD, Battle of... Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, you go first? Oh, there you go. I, I, I'm, I'm already going to be the one that's going to piss off a lot of people because I know it's going to affect a lot. It uh, will affect me, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, I, I was totally a Nintendo kid and, uh, I, I always enjoyed all three games. Like I always played classic Mario, classic Kirby and classic, uh, Legend of Zelda. So, um, I guess my drain, cause I would start off with drain would be Link who would be more gangster than being Link. I, uh, going around, going on adventures. Like I always loved that aspect of his games or their games or her games or, Nintendo's games, and uh, my team up would be Kirby. Okay. Because uh, I'm a Kirby freak. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. This is like Bruce Lee all over again. Yeah, I know. Right? If you guys watched the last episode of Geektastic Cipher, uh, oh boy. I'm not a Nintendo kid, but uh, that offends me, man. And, <laughs> and then I would 100% have to destroy Mario, which would lead to a cataclysmic. Rift in the explosion of the Nintendo yeah. brand. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, for those of you listening, the way we are doing this round, this is a deathmatch round. What we do is, it, when you defeat that character, is defeated, but we also erase them from existence, meaning you are willing to sacrifice everything that they have done and will do. Mario, Mario Kart. Part, Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Party. Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. Luigi. Uh, Luigi in the Haunted Mansion. All of it. All of it. All, Gone. Uh, Smash Brothers. Disappearing oh, like the. Sn- Snap, yeah. Just puffing. Uh, I, I, as much At as least I enjoy. The movie's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing out of it. Oh. Fair points. Fair, fair points. Oh. Yeah. Riddance. Oh. Was it so John, John Luguzamo? John yeah. Luguzamo. Um, <laughs> and we were just talking. Who's, who's about, the bad guy? We were just talking um, about it the other day. Not. It's not. It is John Luguzamo. It's John Luguzamo. He plays Bowser. The bad guy, Dennis Hopper, is. Uh, yeah. Oh. Is, uh, Bowser. Yeah. Luguzamo right. plays Dennis Harmer, uh, Harmer, Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. You are 100% right, yeah. sir. I yeah. completely and spaced that. It's the guy who, who's from Roger Rabbit. That's Mario. I forget yes. his name every time, though. Yeah, because we actually just had this conversation the other day. Not the uh, police officer detective. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, he's oh, the guy who, you are totally right. Yeah, he's the guy who I always said would be the best penguin. And yeah, he's a, yeah. If yeah. you ever see the movie Unleashed with, with Jet Li, I'm like, that's the penguin like, right there. Yeah. It's just not with a heap of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'd, be, I'd be Link. I would team up with Kirby, and Mario would be destroyed. Now... I, I as much as I like side scrollers, Kirby was my side scroller. Yeah. That was that was my side scroller one hundred percent. Uh I must have played over the original on Nintendo at least twenty times. As for Mario, yeah. you know, maybe <laughs> beat it, to no concern. <laughs> beat it beat it once. You know, like I uh, eh. That's fair. It's it's a side scroller that got boring quickly for me. I, I mean, if you're into it, you're into it. And then of course Legend of Zelda 
what what you got with that with yeah. every, such unique adventures every single time we talked about it i mean I, well i'll i'll say it in mine so i'll yeah. who wants to go so next? yeah who's next i get devin devin's Devin. like yeah i All got right, this. i'll give this a go well for starters i was a sega child yeah <laughs> so i grew up with like sonic and stuff like that mm. so. what were who are like if you could if, say the yeah. equivalents to kirby mario and link in sega like Sonic the Hedgehog is definitely the Mario. There was also it... Eternal Champions. Uh, okay. That was Nintendo Streets of Rage. Streets no. Echo uh, no. oh, the Dolphin. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about Sega. I I played Sega maybe once, and it was Mortal Kombat when I was a kid. I know that's true. Bad. Mortal Kombat was big on that. That's right. Because yeah. no, that's the one that had blood. Yeah. It was it wasn't like sweat. Listen. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that what they did on Nintendo? On, on Nintendo, it it it, it was just not red it was like a gray color yeah but no, I, sega was actually red yeah exactly yeah. so when you're playing it on the nintendo you're like sega, sega the punch is just a sweat off his forehead that keeps flying oh, off okay. but it, it was more for like the big boys yeah yeah, yeah yeah we went pg-13 in that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh contra oh yes that was a very popular yeah yeah, yeah. Well, contra was was a nintendo are you sure i was know it was super nintendo? i assume it was super nintendo but i'm no, pretty no. sure the first one came the out the first one came out on nintendo it was nintendo oh my bad the, but the I super nintendo right one too, was yeah, yeah. the super nintendo one it was on both genesis and okay. oh that's why okay but i can still relate to these characters because i did oh, play okay. my fair share of nintendo yeah so if i were to drain i first of all agree with uh mike i would drain link yeah because uh i used to be a big rpg guy and uh played lots of like tabletop games and stuff so the adventurous type is just a lot of fun except i would tag up with mario to destroy the crap out of kirby <laughs> the way love you kirby. said that love kirby destroy the crap. crap out of kirby we would take a freaking helium canister stuck it in his mouth and mm. keep going oh until he God. goes pop <laughs> he wouldn't pop though i, I, know, I, 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 like, your I like your style i want i want to see how big that guy oh he's gonna challenge it's like when you're blowing up a balloon and you're wondering how big it's gonna get before it pops <laughs> the thing is yeah kirby technically wouldn't pop but he would just keep getting bigger yeah i guess so, so. he'd just get to the size of i mean the he inhales air until you decide though okay stop inhaling air yeah you know it could get dark could get dark it could be a new moon yeah. <laughs> he just up ends up sky. becoming a new either way we're getting him out of here then i'd get yeah. ego from the green lantern core <laughs> i come in and wipe him out <laughs> well said hot damn well said. hot damn well said i know my comic books <laughs> Dave, i love in green, green in? i gotta give you respect love green lanterns um well i mean Devin has great taste I was going to say that out loud. Um, I'm definitely taking Link. Link's always been number one for me. Uh, there used to be the, the Mario uh, daily show, and every Friday it would be like the Link show. Oh, yeah. I'd be like impatiently. As a kid, I never understood the sequence, so every day I'd be watching it. And, even, for, and like yeah. years later, I'm like, I just had to wait for Friday. I'm an <laughs> yeah. idiot. Um, but no, definitely Link. Uh, so many reasons why. Uh, the, the original OG game, as well as the most recent one, Breath of the Wild, is... Just a mind-boggling game. All the toys he gets to play with and whatnot. Definitely drain that. Taking all that with me, except for you know, I'm 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 gonna lock down Zelda. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> if I was in because he seems to always tiptoe around it. Like <laughs> um, I would I would definitely drain uh, team up with Mario because he knows how to play with others. Yeah, I'm not necessarily sure if 
uh, Kirby can, but uh, yeah, I'd team up with Mario to beat the shit out of that fat piece of crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't say fat piece so of crap. So much hate for Kirby. I know. Look, he's. I mean, he's, I'm getting rid of him too, but I don't hate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's I like, hate him. <laughs> I love Kirby. Kirby's well, like no, my jam. Honestly, I think it was the Super Nintendo Kirby game I actually was pretty addicted to. But Super All Stars. Yeah. Yeah, All Stars. I remember but, that. But for me, it's just like. No, superstar. If I did between Mario and Kirby, I'm sorry, man. Too much of a ripple effect. I need to keep Mario alive because yeah. there's too much going on there. So yeah, Kirby, you bite the dust. Yeah. So similarly, I'm actually draining Mario mm. because I like the idea that if I eat mushrooms, different things happen. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a drug user, but that just seems cool yeah. that I can throw. F- I eat a flower. I can throw fire out of my hands. Like you're damn right, I can throw fire out of <laughs> my hands. You're going to the grocery store, like. I, I, I either eat a feather or rub a feather against me. I can fly. Yes, please. I'll take that any day. And I mean, you're a plumber, so you, yeah, got, yeah, you, got, yeah. you got a job as well. You got a trade. I got a trade that will always be needed. <laughs> From Roman times till now, you always need a plumber. And there's always a princess screaming your name. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that and then uh, I'm teaming up with Link because he's a bad mama jamma. He mm-hmm. knows what's going on, man. <laughs> So, and one of the reasons when we were talking about before, it, the, the whole idea that, like, who you defeat, it, like, eradicates that existence. Link, I feel, has, as much as Mario was important, the Link as a storyteller and yeah. the development leads to a lot of stuff out there in the world. Like, inspired a lot of stuff. I would Final say, Fantasy. I was yeah. about to say, I was about to say, like, both them and Final Fantasy really opened up the RPG aspect, yeah. you know, and the exploration, not just... Fighting, 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 fighting. Yeah, exactly. You know, puzzles. Yes, yeah. You know? yeah puzzles in games for puzzles sure. Puzzles in games. It was, first. it was very like even even in the original Nintendo, you had to like have conversations with people yeah. and figure out, okay, where can I use this key yeah. to continue? It's not so, slash. Like oh, the removing was so hard for that. Actually. Removing Link seems like such a domino effect. And in Mario, I genuinely like Mario. Like I said, dude ate mushrooms and had some crazy adventures. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, I say goodbye to Kirby, not because I don't like Kirby. Uh, Kirby seems interesting. But uh, what was... I, I don't know if Kirby had as big an influence on the gaming world. Mm. Is mm. the only reason. Only I reason. Uh, the, the reason why I want to team up with Kirby is simply because of the fact that it's pure nostalgia. There you go. Like, Which I, is I fair. find the, like, the playability of the games is constant. I, I just... Yeah. I like the replay. You made my heart skip when you said you're killing off Mario. Mario. I was like... You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, it's a sad thing, but you know someone's gotta go. Someone's gotta. Is it because he's Italian? <laughs> <laughs> you don't no. like stereotypes, do you, Mike? <laughs> no. And I realize the importance of plumbers. <laughs> but like, if all plumbers yeah, all yeah, of a sudden yeah, disappear, yeah, like, I'm Mario so sorry. Mario was the first one. He was the OG. He's, of he's like a time traveling plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, guys. So that was the DTD. We do it on uh, the weekly. On every episode, we do a drain team up defeat. We've been uh, picking out characters. If you guys ever have ideas, you can always send them to us. You know, you can comment in the the, the post on Facebook. You can comment on the post on frankandarmstrong.com. You can hit us up on our social media at a strong Franklin. Anywhere you want, you can just hit us up and give us ideas. You can mm. even direct message us. There's a whole bunch of us. We all have our accounts. Direct message us and let us know if you have ideas. Mm. Uh, we're going to be going into our view the right thing segment where we discuss things that we have been checking out, watching, enjoying, and we think you guys should too. Devin's going to hit us up with his view the right thing. Happy. 
Oh, yeah, happy. So I didn't watch the full thing, man. I only watched episode one and two, which, and it just recently came out on Netflix. It did, and I watched the whole thing in pretty much uh, one shot. That's awesome. No, actually, no, two shots. I don't have time for one shot anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I watched Daredevil season three in one shot. I haven't yet to even watch it. Oh, really? You'll have time. You'll have time. I'm so ashamed. Well, you know, oh, I was going to say maybe after Nerd nerd Stock, you, you know, when you're in the hotel, you could maybe watch, but. It's like 13 hours straight, <laughs> and you're planning to go to Montreal Mini Con. Yeah, so no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But Happy definitely made me happy that yeah. it came out. Because <laughs> actually, I read the, when the the comics first came out, it was a four part issue that came out a few years ago. Actually, quite a few years ago. And then I saw this random commercial on TV. It's like Happy coming to showcase. I'm like, yeah. no. But I didn't have showcase. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm not. Gonna what network is it in the states though? I don't know what. Now. No, it was. I'm not. It's, I'm not sure. Was we'll it have to check another time. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I know here in Canada. Just, yeah, it was, in it Canada showcase. showcase. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't have the channel, so I'm like, damn it, I'm not going to be able to get that. Yeah. And my downloading days are way behind me, so mm-hmm. I don't have time to download. You're doing it, it legit, and you're yeah, supporting. No, I respect so it. So basically, mm-hmm. no, I don't download that stuff. And then when I saw the ad come out. <laughs> He's laughing over there. Me and Mike had like a mental moment where you don't have to talk about anything, but you know exactly yeah, what yeah, 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 he's like, that dude over there, what's his problem? No, no, <laughs> not even. Not no, I, even. Think, I think we all know people who probably still do, and we're all like, like you, uh, a name probably came to your mind. No, no I stopped when I got threatened with a cease and desist letter, so that's my reason for stopping. No, like I, I'm, I'm, I'll admit it, I'm a downloader, but I, I usually show support in any way that I can that I find is more significant. For instance, for music uh i'll go to shows and when i go to shows i buy out their lps not just their cds but their vinyls to expand my collection because i find as a fan that's much more i don't know i find cds useless so for me why am i gonna buy something that's useless i would rather buy an experience yeah yeah i mean so actually i'm still the old school see i go to sunrise records a lot man and i and i actually still pick up cds and they're actually sponsoring nerd stock too this year they're they're actually donating part of the raffle prizes i'm supposed to be oh i'm supposed to go there today too (laughs) (laughs) i i gotta leave soon guys (laughs) well we'll wrap it up so you're happy yeah um worth the watch oh definitely worth the watch and especially my big thing is, I know a lot of people say, how is the transition between comic books to show? Yeah, it's a lot hard. of times, it's it's just like, don't bother. It's it, As a movie, it was a great movie, but if you try to connect it to the comic, it's terrible. Yeah. But when you're when you're reading stuff like that's like underground comics, especially when you're including some of my favorite writers that are doing this, I'm like, when they brought out Preacher, for example, the mm-hmm. TV series, I'm a huge Garth Ennis fan. Like, yeah. Anything done by Garth Ennis, I buy. I like him. He's just, he, he does some... Dark stuff. I love that dark stuff. Like man. in the I boys, just, like the some, boys is my favorite series of all time. Dark stuff. Remember when we talked yeah, about it? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. the true what really happened behind 9-11 in the boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was terrible. But anyways, this this was like a copy and paste almost. Oh, that's nice. awesome. oh yeah. I that love good? when they okay, are able to awesome. do that. Hard to do too. Oh, uh, this was. I didn't think they're gonna pull it off because I was being a very big critic at first I was like happy that's amazing but at the yeah. same time like you better they, do it if right they, yeah. if they fuck this up I am not gonna did you be... like the Maloney casting Christopher Maloney he was perfect yeah okay Okay. is, he, it, a, is it a half hour or an hour long show uh, hour long episodes right yeah, close to an hour yeah yeah. yeah. 52 but, minutes yeah, yeah. well if it, if it was on syndicate it would be an but hour it, yeah. it was it was so well done and especially with the imaginary friend happy yeah. following Pat Oswalt has the voice right yeah and it was just all around the show was was amazing the way it ended because the comic book only had four issues and that's it it was done 
Does it go beyond the, the comic book? Like, does no, it go past? It's, it's, oh, so it just it's just a perfect but the, version. But the TV of the show stops, but they're already talking about season two, and the way they ended the TV show, it's it more. Leads open. Yeah. It's definitely going to be okay. doing extra seasons nice. easily. Cool. And that I think it, Happy will be back. Okay, oh, good. So that's going to be like a like what's the, isn't it Game of Thrones that's like that that like it caught up and is going past or whatever. It, at this point, yeah, because yeah, yeah. but past. but those creators were told how it's supposed to end. And they gave their stamp of approval. Uh, more or George less. George R. R. From what I understand, R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin, uh, who's probably not writing the fucking finale right now, even though mm. he should be. Uh, but yeah, from what I understand, he told them how it's supposed to end. Who ends up on the throne? It's for them to get to that point. Okay. Yeah. But uh, as far as the comic book goes, I felt it was a good ending and a good closure. But I felt they could have gone a little further, maybe turned it into like an eight part instead of a four part. Mm. Okay. But as a TV show. If they would have ended at the first season, I would have been like, no, I need more. Oh, wow. I okay. thought the TV show was just super. It was absolutely fantastic. Oh, probably I, watch it I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, definitely it. not for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Definitely uh, not. Abso- I give it like a five out of five in that one. Oh, and wow. I rarely That's bold. give that. I'm giving that bold statement for that show. Wow, cool. That's dope. That's dope. I'm watching The Magicians. I'm on season two, I think, right now. Oh, no. I ju- I'm midway through. Oh, because I stopped. Yeah, so I watched the first half of season one. And then like took like six months off and then came back and then realized, oh, it's actually been a year that you haven't been watching it. And you only started watching it a year after it started because they're already on season three. Nice. All that to say, I'm really excited because, you know, when you want to binge something and yeah, there's yeah, only yeah, like yeah. half a senior, like British series, six episodes and you start crying a little inside. Mm-hmm. But this is like season three, episode 13 they're up to. Nice. The show's super interesting. It's based off of a book, Lev Gro- Grossman, Ghostman, I think. It's about a school. It's essentially Harry Potter for adults. Okay. That's okay. what it is. It's super fun. I think it's really interesting. Not like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, Chilling uh, Adventures of Sabrina? Yeah, not like that? Or no, like, no, no, no. Like no. not Chil- dark or anything? No, like, well, like- it's pretty dark. It's yeah. it's it's dark. Like, they're, you know, they're swearing, there's drugs, there's mm-hmm. alcohol, there's... Magicians. You know, magicians. <laughs> being magicians, you know, just being crazy and... And just having a wild time. But is it magicians? In a school. But is it magicians in like an actual fantasy we have power magicians? Or is it like magicians like real life magicians which is like a sleight of hand? No, no. Magicians, magical powers in a school, learning their craft. You can be, you have different specialties that you can focus on and you have professors and all that stuff. And every year, you have your senior class, you have your junior class. There's, it's really interesting. So I'm, I'm kind of thrown off. You're saying that there are special powers? Yeah, they have magicians have their different power sets. Then I find that name very misleading, and they shouldn't have used it for the show. Then because when it's I hear magician, because yeah. when I hear magician, you hear what I said, right? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear, I hear, you know, conjurer of like illusions. He, but that's the thing. All our lives, the word magic is magic. Like witches perform magic, warlocks perform magic, but we're not calling them magicians. Right. But the show is literally bringing it back to if you are a ma- someone who uses magic, you are a magician. No, that's all. That's no, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm cool that's the, the way they use the word. I'm cool with the name. It just it's like you want to make sure you have that presentation down. Well, right, I mean, you if know? you're reading the book, trust me, you're gonna get it. Like yeah. it, it's called the magicians, and like you guys, when I first initially looked at it, I was just like, oh, is this about like people with like match that like they're just a bunch of ca- cards in their pockets and yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's how it starts I mean it, it legit is how it starts the main character starts off thinking he's just really good at sleight of hand and then when he does the exam and he gets brought into the school and he's told what he is they then he then does an actual magic like magic like you know the like, way like he performs magic with cards and they all start flying in the room and he starts rearranging them and stuff 
That's cool. Okay. So his sleight of hand came from the fact that he is imbued with the power to perform magic. Right. So he's mm. no hard wall. So he's a magician. Yeah. He's no hard what? Howard Wallowitz. That was a, a segue into what I want. Uh, yeah. Because he's technically. Because uh, Howard Wallowitz is not a magician. He's a fake one, like yeah, we all believe. All. <laughs> <laughs> I just really liked. I just liked leaving the pregnant pause right there. Um, but but yeah. yeah, check out check out magicians. So I'll be going to mine. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Big Bang Theory, the last season. Uh, maybe a season or two too late to be in the last season. I think it's a show that should have been agreed. Maybe like cancel it a little <laughs> yeah, earlier. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, honestly, like uh, once they start having babies and getting married, you're like, okay, like you're not really about nerds as much anymore. Like, not sorry, not nerds and how you started the show and what yeah. made like like you can't get into the shenanigans yeah. that you're doing. When you're at that stage in life, yeah, because you have kids that you have to yeah. think of when you make these decisions, and we're always tired. Yeah, exactly, right? Like that's the thing. It's like they're doing things, and you're like, you shouldn't have this. Like, how are they having takeout all the time? Yeah, and you can't like, afford that. How are they always at like Leonard's apartment? Yeah. Where are the kids? It's the, yeah, exactly right. Like, it's like, the Ross and Rachel syndrome. They had a kid, and the kid was never seen, and they live their lives as if there's no kid. And you're uh, like, they have two now, apparently, in the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, in the uh, in the. Uh, Big Bang Theory, uh, Howard and Bernadette have two kids now. What? Yeah. When did she have a second kid? Uh, she was pregnant for real. So yeah, she, yeah. so they kind of like, they did a thing like kind of, uh, I don't know if you knew this about How I Met Your Mother, but they kind of wrote one of the characters kind of off when they were, like the girls yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. were pregnant, they always kind of like, yeah, Alison them, had them a kid. She, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm at work, I'm at this, I'm at that. They'll have them like sitting down or wherever. Yeah, they did yeah, that yeah. last season. So like, I guess, I forget, there was an episode where like, it finally happened, but it wasn't like a big deal compared to like the first one. It was just like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, because the first one. one was like multiple stories yeah. leading up to it's it. Like, What's that in the corner? Oh, it's my other kid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Basically. So Damn. now, okay. now the, the the season's wrapping up. You could tell that they're they're obviously know it's the last season. They're trying to like uh, close off uh, the show. Um, one thing that was really cool about it, uh, which is always something that I've liked about the show, uh, their their parents are always like popular people, and you finally got introduced to Amy's parents, uh, which is actually Teller. Oh, sorry. Who's the one who doesn't speak from uh, uh, the magicians? Teller, yeah. It, yeah, so it's Teller and Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Kathy are her Bates. Parents. Yeah, yeah that's so pretty awesome. It, that like, when you awesome. see them, you're like, no. And then, like, Teller starts talking. You're like, and you're talking. Yeah, Teller talks? He talks. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like that's I actually it. like that he... Ne- on, even when he's been guest stars on other shows, he hasn't spoken. Yeah, but I think it's because it's like it's clearly not Teller, though. They, they don't make any reference. Like, he doesn't... He's not who no, he I know, is. I know. No, because he's been every time he's been on another show, he's they've depicted him in a way that like you are like teller in some yeah, shade. Like, you're a magician of, yeah, still yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This okay. is like no, this is just a dad and like so weird. Uh, they also had a uh, what's Chris O'Donnell, the guy from My Secret Identity, was uh, Sheldon Cooper's uh, brother, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell. So oh, he plays Sheldon's, Sheldon's brother? brother. That happened last. That's cool because if you watch Young Sheldon and you saw the brother, it, Jerry it, O'Connell looks like he could be the older version. Exactly. That's smart. Okay. I and like they actually like went uh, because uh, Sheldon and Amy got married last. Like last season is when you you kind of got introduced to the parents of Amy's parents, okay. like in the last episode. Yeah. And then this season they've just had a few cameos, which has been really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Luke Skywalker, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill is Hamill. Who, who married them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he like was an ordained pastor. Yeah, well, it was one of these situations. But as Mark Hamill. Yeah, like it was one of these that's situations hilarious. where, like, uh, Harold Wall was. Does he have the like, cloak and the lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're not married. It's just one of those one of those situations where, like, he, uh, him and uh, Harold Wallowitz got into a situation where he owed him one. He's like, 
So my friend's getting married. Uh, <laughs> type thing. Okay. And he That's got cool. that done. But the, the current season's been really interesting. Uh, and they're finally answering the one question that's been probably, for me, uh, a big question, which was, what are you going to do with Raj, finally? He's the only one who doesn't get, like... Well, he's married. Well, no, Raj he's is... getting married. He's, get, he's getting married officially, but because he's always f- suffered with women. At one point in time, people were really wondering, like, is he going to come out of the closet? Because there's been many times that, like, you wondered if he was, because he's very feminine and all that stuff. And this time, he got... He, he's Classic given up. old school tropes. And yep. he's gone... The, the stereotype of having an arranged marriage and going through that in today's standards, which was, it's interesting, it's suitable, but eh. Okay. Like, the show, the season is, I'm happy that it's ending, in, not in the sense that it's, it's a bad show, I've always liked the show, but it's yeah. like, you're, 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 you're pulling the ro- rubber yeah, band you're, too you're long. Yeah, you're at the end, yeah, yeah you're at the end um, of your rope, yeah. And, and they're still giving out good punches, so... It's, it's worth watching, it's a nice, so far, thus far, yeah. it's a nice send-off. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh I, I use a lot of my spare time for horror esque stuff. I, lo- <laughs> I love scary stuff more. It's always how I've been. I call I'll, I'll binge through certain things. And uh, recently the the show that really stuck out for me was the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that was that was cool, man. I it was it was amazing. I heard I, the podcast Tiger Belly talking about it, so I cool. didn't want to get a non insane review of it. <laughs> well, you see, there there was a few things that kind of pissed me off. Uh, going into going into watching it because if you heard a lot of the uh, rumors and stuff that was going on. There, were, people were saying that it made them sick and stuff like this. Okay, like oh, like it was their so- witch style, like oh, yeah, I feel like, or or you know, Exorcist when it came out in theaters, yeah. people had like fainted and had to walk out of the theater. Uh, when a Clockwork Orange came on, people had to walk out. So I mean, they, I could understand that. Though. So, <laughs> so they were like kind of saying the same things. So I went in with an expectation of okay, time to bring my A game, time to bring my A game, and really, you know see how this will affect me and then within about one episode i realized that it is not a horror uh horror television series it's drama thriller with like with moments of like scariness oh because that's not what i expected no and 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 but that's okay because i like that yeah but to categorize it as like so much as a horror it's more uh you're watching the trauma that a family goes through Mm -hmm. And uh, the best way to describe if I'm using reference points from other pop cultural references, it's like a mashup of, uh, do you watch American Horror Story, Brian? I've watched a few seasons. I, ha- have, I didn't you seen, have you seen Kill House? No, I S- didn't. Season one. No, actually, the, uh, I know. Weirdly yeah. enough, I didn't see that one. I watched okay. the one I watched the one after. And the Asylum Coven. and uh, Coven. Yeah. 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 Uh, so season one, Kill House, yeah. it's as if you took that and mashed it up with the original uh, Amityville Horror. Okay. So uh, you kind of see uh, the family going through the trauma of being exposed to what's going on in this house. And uh, the reason why I say Amityville Horror, is it okay if I do a bit of spoilers or no? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. yeah, If people know this show, we spoil. We're talking about the stuff, man. We're getting in the dirt. Okay. So uh, basically, uh, when it comes to, let's say, American Horror Story, the house isn't a living entity as much. Mm -hmm. It's more of... Uh, people who die there just remain. Yeah. Whereas if you're looking at uh, Amityville Horror, the house is alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The house is a living entity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when it comes to The Haunting of Hill House, which was written by Shirley Jackson, I think it was in the 50s or maybe even earlier. I I can't remember remember right now. Um, The house is alive. Okay. And... Also, there's the... The spirits are staying. Yeah, and there's also... Oh, the, yeah, and it's it's good. Like I, I 
I really appreciated what they were doing as they were going along and the way they told their story and uh, the production value of the actual show Mm -hmm. was really well done. Like the filming, you know, uh, there's a lot of, there was a lot of following when it came to, uh, what is that? The the movie where the movies where it's all like cameras placed in the houses, Uh, paranormal, paranormal, paranormal paranormal activity. activity. And that was like a huge trendsetter at one point, you know, when it came to like apparitions and strange things happening. But these guys didn't do that as much. It was, it was, like moving cameras, okay. it, it wasn't static cameras. Yeah, went back to classics. Yeah, yeah. and I and I really liked that about it because it started to become trendy to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and then this is a Netflix original. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a Netflix original, Shirley Jackson. Yeah, you know, it's good. I I I, I went in with high expectations mm-hmm. to one degree. Realized that those expectations were absolutely pointless. Yeah, and didn't apply. It was just hype. For no reason. Yeah. But then when I saw it for what it was, I was into it within no time. I think I think I finished it in uh, two days. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was I was like, nope, I'm watching this. This is what I'm watching. When you say two days, like 48 hours or like split between like two sessions. Okay. Just but 24 hours within 24. I would say within 24 hours. Yes, yeah. That's called binge racing. Because I I start. I, I always, oh, I always get excited when people do it because it's not easy. Because <laughs> I remember I started on Friday. Yeah. I started Friday night and then continued the minute I woke up on Saturday up until okay. it was finished. So, so yeah. for those who don't know, if you watch a TV show, a season of a show in one 24-hour period, it's called binge racing. Binge racing. Yeah. Interesting. It's 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 a it's a weird phenomenon that people are into now. That and Netflix- Brian's been addicted to since day one before. Oh, it was yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I binge raced Battlestar Galactica the first time before oh. it was binging. It's a way you could binge the... You can't do the entire series. I watched in Battlestar. Hours. No, but I watched Battlestar Galactica from the miniseries to episode sixteen of season three in twenty four hours. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, I, and you know, what? I fried yeah. my brain. Did and you watch it at that one point five? Yes, okay. I watch it at my one point two five speed. I I watch everything at one point two five to one point five speed. And it, it, I have to say, <laughs> shout out to my parents for that because at one point I was trying to get them into the series and yeah. I I gave it all to them. Yeah. And I came back a week later, and I was like, "Hey, how are you liking BSG?" They're like, "Oh, we finished it." Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, "Really? Yeah. You yeah, finished the entire series? <laughs> like all the movies and all the series yeah. in like a week?" And I'm like, "Whoa, you've never done that ever." I did the the Hobbits and then Lord of the Rings, all the extended in one shot. Oh, that melted is, brain! Yeah. Melted brain right there. I didn't feel very good. Nerd after that. <laughs> I was gonna say because binge racing is one thing, but yeah, when I watched Battlestar Galactica, that from miniseries to three episode three sixteen, I did. Not, I it wasn't a good feeling afterwards. No. It's not something you should do, but I'm still a little proud of it. By the way, I felt you... like I had to walk. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I need to do something to. The, I, I got fat. I just know I got fat. Speaking of which, you're a BSG fan. Love it. Okay. Uh, funny uh, side note. Did you ever watch the show Portlandia? Yes. Did yes. You see and the you, episode. Yes. There's a whole episode about how addictive it is. He's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, it was so well, funny. I know you have to bounce, man. So we should wrap up right now because oh. you were saying like you have so many things you have to do, and it's I mean Saturday. A lot of business close at five. Yeah, so. I know. I don't, it's, it's Saturday. I don't even know what day of the week. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> but okay, so I'll let you reiterate all the stuff. Tell us everything again about Nerdstock, the price, the place, all that. All right. So. Friday, the 23rd, in two weeks, at Fulfin Electric, which is located on St. Catherine Street, the closest metro station, St. Laurent. Yeah, okay. Which is literally, like, not even a block away. Yeah. Uh, 
pre-sales, uh, you can buy your tickets online on shanksevents.ca through Brown Paper Tickets. Let's spell that. S-H-A-N-K-S. And events with an S at the end. Yeah, dot .ca. Uh, pre-sales are $14. Or you can buy them at the door for 18 which also includes the DJ night afterwards with the Artist Alley. But if you can't make it for the show and you just want to come for a DJ night, it's only 5 bucks to the door at ten from 10 Which is up. still an amazing option. I mean, it, I, I definitely think it's worth it to pay the $18. But the fact that you're giving people the option if they can't come earlier to just pay 5 bucks is so... And, it's, yeah. Awesome. yeah, it's pretty cool. And you still get a raffle ticket. And every ticket comes yeah. with... Every purchase, purchase ticket comes with the raffle ticket from prizes that are coming from Sunrise Records, Funky Toys, Check Swing, and uh, and uh, Custies, the guys who made uh, the merchandise for Nerd Stock for this year. There you awesome. go. Awesome, awesome. Where can people follow you on social media and stuff? Uh, social media, I, I like. I just did a live feed for the first time on yeah, Instagram, man. so it's. Uh, I went very easy in Lamex term for social media. It's at Shanks Events, and same thing yeah, for yeah. Facebook uh, and uh, Twitter as well too. There you go. Awesome, awesome. Dave, squared-idea.com. Yeah, you could find us there on the website. You could find us uh, on Instagram on the same place, as well as Facebook. You also uh, support us as well through Patreon, if you wish. Um, that's just get the electronic stuff as quickly as possible. We are going to be eventually setting up a way that you could contact us. So if you are not in Montreal, that we can maybe send uh, mail it to you where that's a bit of a work in progress so cool, cool. We'll, I'll give updates to that when uh, when it's due uh, you can also follow me um, at Merck underscore uh, with it that's W-I-T-T-A underscore mouth uh, on Instagram uh, it's just uh, honestly just sharing usually that's just a, a medium for sharing stuff that yeah. that stuff that we're talking about or just sharing any cool nerd stuff I find online there you go no. Coxie C zero X Y underscore A R T. That's me. There you go. Uh, and yeah, and also when we're doing the show on the 23rd uh, for the new strip that I've been working on, Animals with Weapons. So Aww. dope. So dope. So much fun. Aww. Such a good name, yeah. Um, I love it. It's I'm so gonna smart. be uh, gonna be bringing some because uh, there's been a few people that I've been asking. I'm gonna be bringing uh, some prints of those. Oh, dope! Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Uh, so I'm actually gonna be making bookmarks for panels. Okay. So like four panel bookmarks, uh, small prints and larger prints. Uh, we're gonna be bringing the fathom. I I t-shirts. I really think that if you did a line of t-shirts one day, I got that's a gonna, guy. There, there's good. Uh, that's gonna be a future thing. Okay, because I think that would be awesome on t-shirt. Yeah, Definitely. like ant eater repeater rifle or what with orangutan with a boomerang. Yeah, like I love just yeah. Yeah, I I I wouldn't I I'm excited to do that. Yeah. Like I, I just want to wait until I get enough. Of course, of course. I yeah, know. yeah. I just got ahead of myself because I think it'd be cool. I I can't wait to make the book because I yeah. think that as a coffee table book, it's not only hilarious, yeah. but I mean it's creative yeah it's fun plus you know? it starts conversations oh, I, yeah, yeah. I want the coffee table book like, because yeah. the, the second you told me about it i'm like coffee table book. this is reminding me of that episode of seinfeld <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean even just the anteater like we had the conversation with toby before because even just that the, the idea that you could have conversations about well what else could they use yeah mm. and then you have that it's it's a starter a uh, conversation starter and you know uh, that, that's what i kind of like about the whole collective with squared idea as well is that it's not limited just to comics yeah. it's uh there's also we're in the works right now of making an adult card game oh and i don't want to get into the specifics because we haven't locked it down yet but i think we have our premise okay hey and, man save that yeah i yeah. know we like to spoil here but i want you guys yeah. to be able to I, I can't. That sounds I, cool. Though. I approached uh, 
uh, Chris Nicholson with the idea, and I think I told Dave. Have I told you, Dave? No, because like we're definitely talking. Like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Same same <laughs> like, but, uh, but you mentioned Chris. We should also say so, happy birthday. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. happy birthday. Happy to, birthday, Chris, to the Peru Peruvian. Yeah, because the, you'll even, are you are you promoting that yet? The the, the birthday. Pet- no, no, the potential of the the Peruvian in the cocks. The pro- no, no, that's not happening. Okay, yeah, okay, that, sorry. That, that's I was good, gonna that's do a segue, be... people. Sorry, like back up thirty no, seconds. No, 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 that didn't no, happen. Happy birthday, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chris. Uh, and uh, yeah, we had a great time yesterday, and I think we're gonna having a good time tonight. So oh, it's for gonna sure, be fun. for sure. Awesome. And uh, just to also throw it out, you could also find uh, the crew, the Squared Idea crew, at uh, Mini Comic Con. We know we mentioned that before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is there anything else? Anyone else want to do any yeah. We'll probably put the booth number the second we get it mailed yeah. to us. Yeah. We haven't gotten it yet yeah. because that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But guys, that's the whole show. Uh, I'm Brian Holiday on Instagram, B-R-I-A-N-H-O-L-I-D-A-E. Once again, please check out all the stuff nerd stock related, shanksevents.ca. It's all there. And yeah, I really look forward to this, man. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to Word Burglar. Uh, he, he's an amazing artist. If you guys want to look up his stuff, look up his music videos on YouTube. Look up his music videos on, uh, you know, a little shout out to Stingray. We're going to have some of those videos. You know, <laughs> and, um, and, and yeah, yeah. Check out his music on any and all platforms. He's out there. Definitely check him out on Bandcamp specifically if you want to, because that really supports artists. Uh, Bandcamp is kind of like the Patreon type thing. So if you guys want to check him out, check him out on Bandcamp. I will put a link in this episode so you guys can just click and get connected with Word Burglar. And shout out to More or Less, who is also part of his crew, Timbuktu. That whole, all those guys at Urbnet, who I haven't spoken to in a hot minute, but I miss you guys. So shout out to all those guys. That's the whole show, guys. Big shout outs. Oh, and thank you to Jen, who's been, uh, who was listening. I don't know if she's still listening or she's not still listening, but shout out to Jen. She wrote a comment earlier on. That's it. That's all. We're out. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Ciao. Take it easy. Cheers.